Welcome, everybody, to another Tuesday night in the sweatiest basement in Kensington, Maryland. I'm Ken Marangolo, joined by Kevin Ricca, Tim Strachan, and special guest, friend of the show, I like to say bestie of the show, Sebastian Salazar. What's going on, guys? Good to be here. What's up, bro? What's going on, my man? Let's see, is everyone getting that Steve Miller? We'll turn it down just a teeny, teeny tiny bit. You oversell how sweaty it is in here. I'm actually kind of cold. You know, it's 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 a. Fr- I'm glad you bring this up because it's very touchy with me. Uh, it's a very uncomfortable saying. Yeah. It doesn't make it less true. It's unbecoming of this palace. It's, yeah, but you know what? What it's is more of a metaphor? You know, <laughs> you know, it's a it, grind. I, is I, I it? respect that. Absolutely, it's a daily grind, and and you know, there's work getting done down here. And, we're, and, and every once in a while, there's a little perspiration. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Hey. And, and you know what? What did the basement ever do to you, T? Oh, no. This basement's always been good. Yeah, this whole basement's always That's been always, good to you. It's always been good. We're always good when it comes to After the Whistle, Hogshaven's official Redskins after show. Season 83, episode 7. I don't know. There's a million headline titles for, for this loss. It hurts. Uh, mine was embrace the pain, Sebastian. Mm. Embrace the pain. Yeah, I think you embrace the pain and you also embrace maybe like the reality of what the team is, I think. It's not... Uh, when you when people start talking about 6-2 and two and, and kind of dreaming of what might be, I think we lose sight of how difficult it is to win week to week in the NFL. And this yeah. isn't the sorry Detroit Lions of the past. It's a... Pretty good football team on the road. Matt Stafford will beat you. He'll beat you by himself. Uh, he's ass. capable. He did. Big ass. He did. He did. And it, but I mean, and I like the way you explain or you backed up. You know, embrace the pain because you. you I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but you said a lot of times at this point in the season we're already talking about next year's draft. It, it, from that perspective, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're not numb. Yeah, yeah, no, we're no. Feeling, we're feeling our feelings. I get that. The trust tree. And, you I know, get that. It's just so goddamn frustrating. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, I'm not it so is. sure. I mean, look, Matthew Stafford's a great quarterback. I get it. You know, but they still played conservative at the end of the game and knowing that they had to get a touchdown. It was Sometimes close. you got to be a little bit more aggressive. Nip and Tuck, uh, a, a really, really good player made amazing plays all the way down the stretch. Kirk Cousins did too. Um, and as much as six and two wasn't, you know, wasn't in the cards. Um, listen, we weren't, we, we weren't, we weren't out of that Dallas game. Uh, Pittsburgh beat our ass. But when you want to talk about games that, you know, we could have had, I, I think about the Duke Johnson oh, that fumble that we got. So Duke Johnson fumbles. And we, how did we recover that? I still don't know. Those first three games could have gone the other way. Exactly. <laughs> and, and you know, C.J. Mosley fumbles the ball in the end zone. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm looking at four and three. Fruit basket. The fruit basket. Fruit basket. We call that play a fruit basket now. <laughs> if a guy fumbles through the end zone and you get the touchback, fruit basket. That's a straight gift. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, four and three and a chance at five and three. And if you really think about what five and three means and that we have a chance for it. You're halfway to a record that is, it's possible, could win you the division. Uh, you know, who knows how good Dallas is uh, at the end of the day. And they're really the only ones in my mind that, that can sniff 10 and I 6. I would put my money on Dallas going over 10 and 6. You're, you're saying that there's no chance they go 10 and 6. No, I say, I say they will. Yeah, I think they're, they're you know, because you have Romo on the bench too. So if, if, you know, quarterback hurts you, all of a sudden you got a, a really elite guy coming in. Um, I... 
ever since we lost to Dallas in week two, Kevin, our saying has been? Something about Thanksgiving being important. Make Thanksgiving matter, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Make Thanksgiving and matter. And it's totally, I mean, it's... Look, Thanksgiving's going, going to matter. It's going to matter. It's going to it's matter. It's going to matter. And as, as much as that did hurt, Kevin uh, and I may be jumping the gun on this, on this discussion, but it's not a must-win game. Certainly not mathematically. And in fact, the last five years we started out three and five and made it. You know, we're champions two out of those five. Yeah, but it would so, be sweet to be five and three. Absolutely, no, no, that's, so that's not the point. I'm just saying, an NFL season, although 16 games, is still a long season. Uh, and and you know, this is Agreed. not no, must win. This is not freaking out mode just because they lost to the D- Detroit Lions in the last minute. Not at all. Ridiculous last you know minute drive. Well, there's there's the loss, and then there's the the kind of how it goes down. I think, you know, you might not panic about being four and three, but you do feel bad about having missed a golden opportunity. I mean, the defense yes. against a high power offense kept the team in the game to a point where had the offense gotten anything going in the first yeah. three quarters, ten points, ten points, you just dangled out and left. I mean, it. You know, I can only kind of. That, to me, is why I think Redskins fans should walk away feeling bad about this one. Not because of what it means for the record, but because you just don't get chances like that on the road. I mean, they, they, sh- they had the game won, and, and the offense underperformed off, coming off a week where they were so freaking good. Yep. Uh, well, you know, so... It made no sense. I mean, 10, 10 points. 10 points. A field goal that, that bonks off the upright Detroit and, is so and dropping defensively. in... And you drop a ball in the end zone. Yeah. And so you give a team 10 points. You're, all, yeah. you're down 10 nothing. They shanked an early field goal as well. Mm-hmm. True. Right. I so it's even I seven. I made that a push. Uh, when I thought, oh, shit. When Bashad Breeland gets hit in the back of the yes. top of the shoulder on third and 10. Yeah. For a, That's like, when you just go, God, you know what? When the, why do we? Uh, you know our, our the show. foreshadowing. But now you this, know what the fruit the basket felt like yeah. to the other fans. Yeah, when you get doused with a fruit basket, yeah. you know how that feels. <laughs> Our show is all about Twitter reaction, and everybody, the, the thing that everybody said after that play was like, that was so Redskins. Ugh. And, it, and it just it yeah. felt uh, like uh, losing to the Lions at this time of year with the kind of momentum that they had coming in was so Redskins. What, what's funny about that statement is I think every fan of their own team says that about their own team just yeah, because they have endured for so long but the Twitter so generation down moments the Twitter generation championships have, of Redskins fans don't have anything to show that's only, I, I do that's understand that that's what yeah, makes that's it even tougher yeah, here yeah, they're for, only for sure. known losses uh, the, the, uh, so the Redskins Twitter generation has, has nothing to like be like okay well, we, can be, we can be sarcastic but we still have this they don't, they don't have that at all it's not the Cubbies right. yet no, I, I feel their pain. They're not that far young, that much younger than us, but they are young enough to. I have to say, well, gather around. Yes. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about the stadium that shook. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm not that old. The I don't feel like. rain right. down oh, on RFK. In the days when we won every Sunday, one fashion or another. Oh. Well, certainly you, you, you know, I do remember a time when uh, you expected to win every Sunday. You know, you know, you, I, I we felt the way yeah. the Patriots fans feel right now. We felt that. Yeah, we felt that under Joe oh, Gibbs. Yeah. We felt oh, that yeah. we felt every week that we were we were probably going to win. I mean, we, listen, we were young. We, we were kids. First. We cried when they lost. Yeah, of course, it was yeah, a big because deal it when didn't they lost. happen all that often. It was terrible, the worst. Uh, so yeah, so uh, you you know you can. I don't I'm know. looking at. I just pulled up Redskins tweets to see like if it's generally positive or negative. It's generally negative. Oh, our traffic is 
spikes. Uh, our traffic was way better um, this week after the Detroit loss than it has been in either of the three so prior week right. wins. It's where it everybody is. can vent. Oh, everyone yeah. has an answer. What do they say? No, everyone everyone thinks they know how to barbecue right? and coach a football team. You know, you hey, gotta, you gotta all listen. you Hogshaven listeners, come on. Stay with me during the winning streaks. That's when it's the, that's when it's the best. That's the only reason why. That's our reward. Let's not, yep. let's that's not, why let's, you do it. Let's not just be quiet during those weeks. I, I need you even ten times louder at that point. You just mentioned it, winning streak. Um, yeah. I think we should not forget how hard it is. Um, and how rare it is for teams to win five straight games in the NFL, and certainly this team. That's true. So not not to say that they were up for a, a loss, because I don't believe in that. But um, you know, this isn't a fifteen and one team. It's not a fourteen and two no, team. It's, no, it, it's we're looking, we're hoping for ten and six, right. hoping for ten and six. And and maybe this is one they should have had, and maybe there was one in that four game winning streak that they should not have. I, I think there was. Right? There might have been two. Exactly. <laughs> hey, you so, know what else will be refreshing? We'll take, I think we should be very happy. Yeah. If we look back on the season, if we're the if we if we're if we graduate to be the team that can say we were like one one game away from you know either winning the division or, or hopefully not making the playoffs, uh, we were four and twelve in the, in the very recent past. So uh, you know I I think the uh, the, the wins let's 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 pile them up in any way we can. Do you think Seattle expected to uh, have a tie tie on their record? Uh, or that Carolina expected to, um, you know, be what one? In, what are they? One and five? One and one and six? Yeah, there's in, a lot what? of stuff on the back end of the schedule that doesn't look as intimidating as it yeah, did right. at the beginning of the season. Both because the Redskins have shown promise and because other teams haven't. Yeah, I was I was saying that all summer. I was like, I don't care about the strength of schedule. This and this week, everything changes year by year so drastically. Unfortunately for us, that Arizona defense hasn't changed. Because yeah. good lord. Yeah, well, that that game stands up. That game stands yeah. out. And this, let's be honest. Carolina can still be a Super Bowl champion against us uh, on, yeah, on any given yeah. Sunday. And, and Aaron <laughs> Rodgers can throw for 489 yards against us. Um, but you all of a sudden have a little confidence that it's not going to be 45 nothing. Oh yeah, like those double digit been. point spreads are, are are non-existent for those games. I yeah, yeah. I, now I I think you have a lot more faith. I just have a lot more faith in this team based on the defense. I mean, I I think any game that you look at now. They've kept really good offenses in check. Maybe not really good offenses, uh, really potent offenses yeah. with big threats in check. And I think if you if they can do that, then this team will be in every game because the offense can definitely move the ball, if not always finish. They really it's unfortunate for Joe finish. Barry. It's unfortunate for Joe Barry. I I I'm not as strong. Oh, I think Bay. Joe Barry's vindicated. Vindicated. It, I think he's so vindicated, man. I I think he's How? been fine because the because de- the defense is is can we can we all agree that it's yeah. under talented? I mean, you, you can't. I mean, oh, I yeah. think they're getting a lot he out of this group. Doesn't have the horses. You can't. He's getting a lot out of this group. Some of he's the getting help for that last drive. That's what he's getting help for. Aside from that, yeah. he's been fantastic. I, I get it. We weren't aggressive. We dropped Ziggy Hood into, into under curl coverage. Blah blah. Yeah. Whatever, man. It took a serious throw, like you said. That was a serious, serious throw that beat us to a veteran receiver that found a spot in the zone. We got beat on that play. The sidearm, the quarter sidearm, that guy lead it, man. on the bead to Marvin Jones, who, by the way, is also a very good player in this league. Very um, good player. Well, how about the what was it? You know, sixty some yards before that. Oh, he sliced and diced us. I know. He was sick. We because rushed. We, we rushed back. five twice. We rushed five twice. We rushed four three but times. He, but but and he, three on that final play. The film breakdown of our defense in that drive. What for? What we called and we and you know everyone can have their uh, you know philosophy on prevent. Um, but the defense that they called, they executed 
perfectly. I mean, they, the guys were in position. What did what what you saw was Matt Stafford make the perfect throw, make Off the perfect balance, play, throwing yeah, sideways, he, I mean, fading he, away. He beat him. He beat those. You could tip your hat to that guy. Andre Roberts say, makes a play. Stafford I mean, scrambles for fourteen. The Andre Roberts catch. Give me a break, dude. He's that's fifty-fifty all day, and he didn't make our side of that fifty very yeah, often. You guys will speak better to the X's and O's of this, but just as as a fan, it really is demoralizing to watch the prevent. And I think whether it's right or wrong, when you're it watching really it, it really wasn't a prevent. It, well, so much a, as it was, however you want to say, it, like it a was, soft coverage. It was a right? soft. It, I, I, that's, that's a better word. Bend for but it. don't break right. style. And, but as a fan, it's like when you watch it, and the, the way it's supposed to work is you keep it in front of you, you keep it in front of you, and inbounds. Event, eventually, something ba- you make a play, or they run out of plays. Yeah. But perfect. when it doesn't work out, it's really. Demoralizing yeah, it's, to watch. It's excruciating. I think that's why you get the reaction from people of like, ah. But you know, tactically, it it, it seems like the right way to approach. I mean, that, you don't have Norman, like Matt Stafford, and all those threats, or right. Breland, right? right? You're missing. You're missing your two starting quarterbacks. Hey, you don't have Norman. It was I mean, or Breland. Hey, it was pick your poison, man. Yeah. You want you want one on one coverage out there against these horses with this right. guy throwing the ball? We got you guys keep who in front were receivers of you? eighteen I, I months ago. Was, yeah, I think well, it was. Let's um let's put the Detroit team behind us and let's move ahead to thank God England. Um. We, we talked about the uh, earliness of a proper tailgate, which I hope everyone takes very seriously. Uh, guys, it is Sunday. Don't miss. And I How will early s- does that mean? I think you got to start by 6, 6.30. Oh. I start, but Sebastian, I, I'm at, at, I've been at FedEx as early as 6.30, 6.45, some Sundays for my pre-tailgate tailgate, also known as our Zoolander tailgate. We're, we're a bunch of tailgates, tailgate outside the gates prior to the gates opening. It's very meta. It's super meta. Uh, and, and I want to say a shout out to all those guys. There's uh, five huge tailgates. They're all outside the gates. Um, I always say it's the most positive group of people that like know each other in the world because we've only ever hung out with each other before games. Um, so it's always been like, oh, the Red, you know, when the Red Tails are about to win. Of course, right. we've never hung out after the loss. Uh, we've never hung out after the last game of the season when we were four and twelve. It's always on the cusp of potential greatness. So whenever I see these people, it's just such a you're like, oh my god, this guy's. I love this. I love these guys. It's because you've you've only been upbeat and hopeful around each uh, each other. So uh, all my Zoolander tailgaters, uh, let's. Uh, obviously, you you guys are all in England. I'm, I'm assuming everyone's in England except for us, Sebastian. You're not gonna go. I don't so know. I could get. I, I'm not going to England. It's not the Audible's budget. Yeah, we couldn't stretch stretch that. I know. I I, I wish I would have been able to manipulate it out of CSN, but our, our show is can't be done from abroad. It just from can't. Any abroad or just a, that one just particular that abroad? abroad. <laughs> that abroad. I I uh, <laughs> uh, you know I think it's a big deal. I, I think it's cool. I would be super crazy pissed if I was a season ticket holder and I lost a game to England, which the Redskins um, didn't. I'm not a season ticket holder anymore, uh, but I go to all the games, so I'd be pissed anyways. But uh, it's because it's bullshit. Uh, that one of your home games. You next year. You think the, the Skins aren't giving up a home game? The, the NFL, the, you know, the Cowboys aren't, the Patriots aren't, the why Eagles don't aren't. They, if they take away a game, why don't they give you back a home game the next year? Oh, they're getting, dude. Trust me, no why one's. Don't they just hook. No that? one's losing money. That's they, so easy. Khan or whoever the guy is who's giving up the home game is getting totally jerked. Yeah, I mean, he, he's he's doing just fine. Everyone's everyone's making out except for the, the season ticket holders, right? You know, which I is the con, why like the game guy exists in the first place. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> which is why the game exists in the first place. But okay, well, to make people billionaires, no, to screw to screw the the ticket holders. I guess so. I guess so. But Without I, ticket holders, you don't have a game. It, it's if you wanted to go to Europe 
and you were looking for an excuse to do it. This is this to me is like a beacon in the night. You know, the Redskins in London, of course. You know, that would be a big deal. But I I think that the the punch drunk drunkness of the last 15, 20 years. I don't think this fan base is shelling out to go to England just quite yet. No, not this batch of hooligans. I don't think so. Well, no. yeah, no. I think, and I think you got to worry too because the the football that has traveled to England has not traveled well. So um, if you do go, you can probably expect to see a subpar product just based on all of the the England games that we've seen to this point. These dudes they are don't like, play good over so, there. So, so schedules are all exciting. Mean, there's obviously well. people and going the field over there. Sucks. Without a doubt. There's, uh, there's people going over there, and they're going to go over there and, and tie in the game with a vacation of some sort. But what do you think is the percentage of people that are like, "Oh, let's go to London and we'll"? You know, I when think the Reds people from, go. go from all over Europe. We'll come from all over Europe. It's just an event. It's an event. And they and gamble. Like, now we have boots in the ground in Europe. We've talked with them. I don't know why we're not. A lot of military uh, is over there. Uh, I met our guys from the Audible. Oh, not our guys, like United States troops. No. Okay. Really. Well, I mean, there are guys too. Just saying. Our guy, Sean Michael. Yes. Yeah, he's Sean Michael. He is obviously uh, stationed over there for us. He covers all Hogwarts uh, related uh, sporting activities and, of course, any kind of NFL activity in England. Um, that's I did not sign wow, off on, on that. Well, that's big time. I mean, we gotta get them back on after oh, yeah. after the what fact else does he and, cover? and find out what the uh, what else should he cover? <laughs> well, you know, uh, he, with the Brexit, uh, things are actually working out well for us right. in that regard. It's a, it's a total write off. Um, I don't know how that works. Uh, Kevin handles all that for me, but I, I so I'm excited about England, and it made me think, Sebastian. I like th- I like throwing you off guard a little bit. Great favorite English <laughs> import TV or movie. Office. Right? Oh God! You know what? I, it's I, so cliched, but it's it's recent. It's like recent. Because it was, That's it was my originally made one. over there. No, right? like English. Yeah, like, no, yeah. Wait, any type of media. No, or, no. The or, Office to me was the show. was the obvious answer. I would answer. say for me, Premier League soccer. I watch it a ton. That does count. That does count. Okay, then that would be mine. If I All had right. to pick one thing that I could have, and only that, I'd have Premier League. You guys got anything? No, I wouldn't even know where to start. Tottenham Hotspurs versus Arsenal. That's your shit. That's, are you are you a Spurs or Arsenal? No, I don't have a team because like, look, I think it's DC United. I'm DC United. Yeah, like that's my club. You know, I think people who I think it's weird. Well, I should just say, I don't. I can't have an English team because I didn't grow up in England. You know, I can watch it. But, but do you have? Thank you. I can, I can like the Redskins. Is your is your background? You know, your heritage. Yeah, English? there's some English back there, but I mean, I don't know if I, my great 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 grandfather was an Arsenal fan. Shit, Arsenal probably wasn't even around then. You know, Dude, how many yeah. English guys You're are Scottish? From Mexico? You watch Scottish team. What's the Scottish you team? You don't need haggis. <laughs> What's the Scottish team? I do know that the Celts is coached by Strachan, or was Gordon Strachan. Yes. Uh, yeah. There's a Celtic huge contingent Celtic. of English Mexican uh, when there's play- football when there's players. When there's a Mexican player in the English Premier League, I will root for his team obsessively. Oh, uh, but absolutely. when he goes off of the field. I will hate. I will hope that the team gets scored on all the time, <laughs> just to prove. T, are you instigating a soccer conversation right now? No, no, well, I'm just is. trying to Look jump in. I, I just fear to. That's pretty Way much all I know I'm about sorry. soccer. <laughs> that's that's as deep as my knowledge goes right there. Do you need me to, strong, do you need me to feel your forehead? Uh, <laughs> maybe you're cut off over there, bro. I know this isn't even like our ramble style free flow. This is like a Redskins segment. You went straight to soccer. That I says, do. I don't that know. That says a lot about you. You know. That says a lot about you. I as in Rome. I was thinking about what Sebastian said because I was going to talk about <laughs> the fact that uh, the games have generally been terrible, terrible. 
uh, when you wake up early to watch these games over in England. And so I'm gonna just going to say I think that favors the Redskins. You know, I mean, why wouldn't it? Uh, you know, the Bengals are favored. They have, I mean, it, I think you would probably would be hard-pressed to find a lot of league insiders who, would, who wouldn't say Andy Dalton's the better quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a Kirk Cousins guy, but Andy Dalton's great. He's got A.J. Green. Tyler Eifert is probably going to be, you know, he's going to be playing. He's probably going to have more snaps. He's, he's insanely dangerous, and their defense is nasty. They can run the ball. They can run the ball. Maybe we just shouldn't go. Then. Maybe we just. No, maybe just, we just. Uh, maybe, we just <laughs> maybe we just go to Amsterdam for the weekend. Just say, possibly, you know what? <laughs> possibly going without three of our best players. There go. The, I mean, yeah, Trent's playing. Thank God for that. Norman will figure it out. And who was you? Sheriff. You think Norman, Norman ain't getting on a plane? Norman, Norman, Norman ain't getting on a plane. Oh, Jordan Reed. Don't know about Jordan Reed yet. Norman has to be cleared by Thursday. Norman yeah, ain't getting dude, on a plane. I don't know. I, Jordan I, Reed might not I, be either. I was worried about him when I saw him on TV. That was that was a worrisome vi- visual that we got. It when was, his eyes were when not, his eyes were rolling as he was falling you? over. Yeah, no, I yeah, saw it. I saw the look. I don't feel like that he got knocked up. I saw the look. Yeah, and he can't go on a plane. That's like not super safe, is it? Well, he and you science. know there's some science in there or something. Science. So I just scienced you guys. Both my parents are doctors, so there's some science there. Here's though. Here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying he should get on a plane, and I'm not saying a doctor should clear him. But I'm saying Josh Norman's history suggests that he will figure out a way to pass whatever (laughs) test he has to pass so that he can go to England. That's what I'm saying. They're making him take it before he goes due to flying, and they're not letting him do it over there. That's right. So I I don't see how that happens. Okay. He he was. He was. I know he's a bad dude, and and he's as tough as they come. And without him, scrap iron. But how do you get it? I mean, I guess the question is, how bad <laughs> do we need him to cover A.J. Green? Because that's, you know, up to him. He that's would go, important. But, yeah, it's pretty important. That he's pretty decent. And look, yeah, he's as good as, as, as there is. Uh, is, Reed, a, is Reed Dowdy available? Is he is Reed Dowdy no, on anyone's roster right now? Good on that road. That's a dark, dark place. I hate that we say his name every week. I know. The one Reed Dowdy mentioned. Well, Reed uh, Dowdy. When this he, guy is a stud, man. If you have a... Yeah, if you have a Hall of, potential Hall of Fame wide receiver. <laughs> we would like to cover him with Reed Dowdy. Yeah. Look, the Norman the Norman situation is compounded by the fact that um, Breland left the game, kind of hobbled, you know, had his ankle, um, and he's his confidence is shook. The last time he had a big matchup, it didn't go so, no, didn't go well. So I think you worry because. But but you know that he has it in him. You know he can shut down a, a big guy on a big day. But, but, but so you, but you ha- but you look at those factors and you really have to worry about this matchup. You're calling for Quentin Dunbar to pull off an Oliver Twist. I, so I said earlier that a backup cornerback <laughs> was going to pull off a big play. But to to your point, Kevin, and in a counter uh, point to Sebastian, this defense seemingly thrives. Uh, on these kinds of players having to come up and play. I don't understand how they've done it with anyone they've put on the because field. Because they've Sebastian. had Josh Norman. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, okay. No, no, and, yeah. and we've said that. He's, a, he's a, one of the best players in, in, in the NFL, and absolutely, you, he, our and defense is not as good that without way. him. I mean, he's killing But it. something he's... about the way we play defense with our backs to the wall and not yeah. great talent on the field, th- that is Honestly, that, I that's still don't thing. have my finger on it, how they're doing it. Yeah, so... I really, I, uh-huh. And I've been Josh Norman analyzing football for a long time. Coach no, ever. He's not. So people need to and McLovin to realize what's no, You have to give him credit for this. And but McLovin has guys. Totally spun on that guy. Mc, McLovin has guys. The guys who are wearing shoulder pads and helmets 
are we are if you they're on the sidelines in a Redskins jersey and pads, we can rest assured that McLovin has said if we need to play this guy, he can do it. And so, and that's uh, that's good enough for me, right? Right now, yeah. that's got to be good enough for me. Are you the independent doctor? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> We've heard a lot about this guy. Um, are my hands cold? <laughs> yes, freezing. Oh, that's that's cool. a, that, that's, I do like that cold. about Jay. You know that he yeah. has that personality. That you know, it's not just a robot up there every week or somebody you can't trust is coming out of his mouth. I mean, he he sometimes he'll lie. just he sometimes he'll just he, he'll Poor just guy. you know let it let it fly. And he gets himself in, yeah. in, in trouble. He's, a, yeah, he's Never a coach's trouble. son. He's yeah. grown up this way. He doesn't know another, and, and he can't help himself. Yeah, he, he, he says what he feels. Yeah, and I it's like charming. It. I mean, I, I personally, I, you know, I don't know. Many people, I'm sure, don't, but. I'm very interested in that dynamic. It's charming while they're forward. winning, and then people will you sure. know, hate him as soon as it goes oh. wrong. Oh, he'll be so hated. Remember when it goes, Jim Zorn? When it goes how wrong. fun it was oh. when they were six and two. How hip, hip. quirky, how neat his quirkiness was. What's your over under on how many years Jay Gruden is our head coach? Starting now, including yeah, including this year. I mean, he'll finish. Assuming he finishes the season, which I do. I think he finishes his contract. With that, no, that's nothing. I, I won't. It's got. If he finishes his contract. I don't think they'll let if they like him, they won't let him stay on a they won't let him be a lame duck coach. True. Because lame duck coaches don't work. So you think he'll quit before his fifth year? No, no. I think they'll 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 have to resign him. I think this is this is the referendum on I'm Jay Gruden. When you he'll get yeah. a three year deal. When McLovin That's and him standard three, four year deal. so he so McLovin inherited him. Uh, you know, GMs like their own guys. So if 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 he gets an extension, that makes him McLovin's guy. And I yeah. and I think it's a good match, and I think I'd love to. I mean, I think this is a five-year marriage, Sebastian, Kevin, and T. I think this is five years minimum. I I, I think the new. I think the I'm way cool you with that. Assuming assuming McLovin stays away from. Look, yeah, it's not a lock drinks, that drinks. the Redskins get into the playoffs this year or not, but I don't think it has any bearing on his job status unless it, it absolutely like the bottom It'd have falls to fall out. Apart. It'd have to fall apart. But it, and that's not going to happen. And I do see Jay Gruden. As a guy who is making this team better, it's not as it's not our offense has it's stats. not leaps and bounds better than it was last year. But I think it is yeah. heading in the right direction, and there could be a jump in the next year or two, a big jump. You pay for that numbers. takes them to an upper echelon in the in the NFL. They get and then we're talking serious. Are they going to trust him gets, with that jump? Now, I'm not saying he's going to win a Super Bowl, but I'm saying well, well, he's I being do paid see very this well team and this organization yeah. getting better slowly this year, but maybe with you know. A big bump somewhere here in the near future that that allows him to get re-signed. He's See, guys, be here for a while. don't you guys hear what's happening? I really do think he's going to be here for a while. There's a new day. We're we're the not dawning of we're a not new like era. taking stock, in, you know, in in like uh, you know what, whatever you can scrounge up and, and so you can get out of the house before it burns down on top of you. It's like, wait a second. There's we're we're gonna we got a we got something we can there's live in chance. for a while. Yeah, absolutely. There's that, a chance. That's there's what's great about this. Is that's where we right are. Direction. Yeah, but there's a lot of people that we think are. we're idiots for saying that. Who? No. There's a lot of people that are Adam big Schefter. Group. I mean, no, I don't care about these other people or their opinions. I'm saying He's, he listens to our show. I believe I believe it's a fifty fifty. It's a coin flip when you talk about Jay Gruden to common Redskins. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's what we that's what we look at. We see it every week on Twitter. There's. There's a Some people, people who want to hate are going to hate. They, they, yeah, and they, haters going to hate Tim. That's you, right. You no, know, it's the play. It's play calling. You know, people. Everybody's an am, like a freaking uh. amateur play caller, and so everything that doesn't work out gets criticized. And of course, the two people they attach are are the are your play callers. Yep. So he's always going to going to get that blame, and and people tend to be kind of negative in that way. Sebastian, just for for everyone to uh, get an idea, uh, Sebastian from the area originally from high school. Walter, Walter Johnson. Walter Johnson. Year of? 
2001. 2001. So the, the same thing you're talking about right now, I know, guys. The you same can tell thing. the easy He's questions. not that much younger than us. He's not, yeah, I know, right? I was told there would be no math. The, uh, the, I, I think that um, when you talk about the Twitterverse and, all, and the right. kind of chatter you hear after games now, when we would either go to games or just be young enough and your dad would, you know, you were listening to Sonny Sam and Frank in your living room and you just kept the radio on to hear maybe Ken Beatrice or someone else take the calls. Right. Now, granted, in that era, we were used to winning. Um, so most of the time, post-game media was sports radio after a win. Now, right. but, but, but when you had the loss and you had the anger, I, I do remember. I do remember that. There was no, no one went after Joe Gibbs. No one went after, you know, John Riggins. No one went after, you know, those kinds they of guys. Did. They went after Joe Gibbs when he was 0-5. Absolutely, his first well, that year. Was his, that was 1980, yeah, but No, they did. Then wasn't they did. what it is now. I believe I they mean, did. The culture no, they did. wasn't, the obsession with the NFL wasn't then what it is now. Everything was different. Yeah, no, but I'm saying it, it was. It existed, but it, did, it had a different, uh, you know, path to, you know, being broadcast. I mean, really, that was it. You could write a letter to the the Washington Post, or you could be a caller on Ken Beatrice's, you know, right. sports talk. That was it, right? And you would hear there that. Were no podcast back then. Can you imagine the kind of comments you see on Facebook, you know, being spouted by people on talk radio in the uh, late eighties, yeah, early? We can no- all imagine a few. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I can imagine many myself. Uh, listen, that, that's not what this show is all about. That's just not what this show is all about. Let me ask you, Sebastian, when, when you're talking about the people that were, you know, we're talking about Jay Gruden, getting back to Jay Gruden, and I, you know, and I think he's going to be here for a long time, and I, I think the marriage between him and McLovin is actually going to be a, a very, very positive one. Do you think at the end of a season like this, do they go, and they, do they go to him and they say, you got to pick a new defensive coordinator? Or do you think McLovin has the kind of power to say, hey, Jay, you know, listen, we're on the same page offensively. Um, I want to go in a different direction at, from an organizational standpoint with a defensive coordinator. It, not assuming that Joe, Joe Barry is going to be fired. I, I'm not saying that whatsoever. But from an organizational standpoint, because this, this is really the cool conversation. When you talk about great organizations, um, the way Ozzie Newsom runs Baltimore, the way uh, you know, Colbert, Kime, you know, Pittsburgh, and um, uh, Arizona – those, those guys have, have their stamp at every level of the organization and other franchises which spike and, and can, can, can do well at times, uh, the head coach is the CEO. So what kind of model do you think the Redskins are going to fall into? I don't think, I don't think one will uh, ever be totally in control. I don't, I don't see that. But I think you have to let, you have to let uh, the coach run his staff, you know? I, I think Coaches have to trust their coaches, and he's got to be able to pick his guy. And if he wants Joe Barry to keep being the guy, then that'll that should probably be that. So, right? Jay, so Jay Gruden's got final call on all coaching staff. I don't know that, but I would. I would oh, oh, I would, and, oh it, yeah. in your opinion, like yeah, as far as the lo- way, I, yeah, it should run. Yeah, it's well, funny that you say it. It's, you know what you say makes so much sense. Oh, this is so obvious. Why wouldn't it be that way? And yet here we are, an organization, look, and within the last eight years, hired all the coordinators the first, look, and then the head runs, coach. Look, a these, coach is the guy that's running the troops yeah. on the field. The GM is the guy that's funding that operation. And he needs Two to totally fund Joe Barry with one werewolf. I don't care if it's a but tiger, that's just it. I was going to say he knows what we're missing. These, right. these are adults. These is, They're adults, and when. When yeah, you're when hopefully. you're fighting over when the GM and the coach are fighting over whether the DC should stay or go, usually you're not very good, okay. And when things are going the way they're going right now for the Redskins organization, you'd hope that, you know, 
uh, McLovin and Gruden sit down at their appropriate time and address the situation and decide together whether Joe Barry is the right fit for now or he's not the right fit for the guys that McLovin's bringing in the door. I mean, they do that evaluation so, after every season. I'm, yep, I'm sure absolutely. that they do. I, but I, yeah, but, I think but, but it, my but point, my point being, are, this is an organization heading in the right direction where they can make rational, good decisions, not it's my team, it's my decision versus, you know, the coach pushing back. That's not where we are. I, I mean, I think ideally that. you never know whose idea it was and who was making the calls. That it's in lockstep. And <laughs> We've never and known what they're doing over there. We, we so long. The question was who's in charge, but We finally do. We finally what do. What kind of organization or, no, or is it? Is it GM-driven or is it We're not driven? talking about a problem. I'm not, I'm not saying there is a problem. I'm not saying that they should fire Joe Barry. But I am intrigued uh, at, the, at the evolution of the Redskins franchise because, to Sebastian's point, it's been – Neither the GM nor the coach who have been making and calling the shots, uh, and that hasn't worked. And I think we have a chance for it to go in one of those other two directions. And, and I'm not either one can be can, could be successful. It depends who you have at, at, at you know at the spot. To me, McLovin is the power guy in this organization at this point in time. If he wants something, if I, and I'm Jay Gruden, like if he comes to me and says, "Hey, I want to do a different defensive coordinator," and Jay Gruden says, "Hey, I really like Joe Barry." I think he's doing just fine. And McLovin says, listen, you know, I, I respect that, but um, I, I have a different idea in mind based on the, the kind of skill set and talent I'm bringing onto this roster. Um, you know, can you, can you support me? And if I'm Jay Gruden, I'm like, uh, sure. Yo, man, they were all part of this decision. This was not a Jay Gruden decision. I, I hate that it's about Joe Barry because I have no bones against Joe Barry at yeah. all whatsoever. It's totally hypothetical, right. a thousand percent. Worst hypothetical because it's the most <laughs> discussed <laughs> pathetical. Yes, I, I, I know, I know. I feel, I'm like, I'm laughing about that. Um, I, I, I'm really suggesting this is like a really great thing that we should, we, this is the evolution of, of, of a team that, this is the kind of thing well, that has I, to get right. You only get one of these. Good. Let me you, also you can't say just this. embrace the pain and have to go through this. <laughs> you can only do one, and you then you have to one. embrace what makes the pain go away. McLuhan, you say, has, has the power, and he's the guy, and, and I think that's, that's fine. But uh, Jay Gruden has the pedigree of what he's done here, and to me... It's only a positive track record so far. So I, I, he, there's, there's no reason to take any decisions out of his hands because he's proven to make good decisions with this team and successful yeah. ones. Yeah. So, so why, why prevent him from... If he thinks Joe Barry's the guy, then look at his track record. He's been right so far. He's gotten this team to play pretty well and, get, and be division champs and get to the playoffs and like be hot. I mean, he's okay. He's doing all right. Yeah. And he, and he could make that case for any of his coordinator coaches. Even, like, for example, you're like, hey, listen, um, this guy just, like, takes leaks in front of little kids on the sidelines. Uh, we're going to go in a different I direction. I really thought we were going we were gonna to miss this tonight. What? We, we are kind of missing. I, I'm talking about hypothetical scenarios, Kevin Ricca. Yeah, well, this happened. This went down. I mean, I think it happens all the time. I know, but the guy in the front row gets the picture. I but mean, if, was- it, if it happens all the time and we've never seen it before... It must be disguised well. It is. Time. It's disguised so very this well. This time it wasn't. This time it wasn't. And if at all on an NFL field, you pride yourself on working together as a team to accomplish right. a goal. Hold the towels. They failed. It's well, funny. Why do you use the word pride? They fumbled. Well, hold on though. In they all fumbled. fairness, Somebody he was fumbled. looking over his shoulder, 
and I think he didn't realize that R. Kelly was in the game, so he couldn't be of service. R. Kelly was uh, in the game. Yeah, nice. he was in the game. And uh, yeah, uh, but I mean, you know, T, what, what, what was that all about? But, but uh, he, I thought it was ironic <laughs> he used the word pride only because he could. His finger and his thumb were the only two things yeah. covering the entire thing. I mean, look, I mean, I'm not proud to admit guy. it, but uh, in warm-ups guy. before games sometimes, it, it, in college, I would do like the little uh, hip flexor stretch and take a piss. I mean, of course. Yeah, sometimes you, you do it. Some people take a knee, now, there some people there hit the woods. There 20 cameras on my games watching me, but thank goodness. <laughs> he goes to <laughs> Rock City. Yeah, the, he was the, the, the locker room can't be that far. It cannot be no, 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 no. On the far. NFL, dude, guys, seriously, guys it take is. a leak all the time yes. on the sidelines. He just yeah, messed up. This guy's won a Medal of Honor. This guy has served tours in Afghanistan and Iraq. First of all, I don't think he gives an F. Uh, second of all, you know, a guy like that trying to inspire the guys, he just went to Rock City. He was going to rock out with his cut week out. Uh, he, he, I, I think it, he really I, didn't no look problem. like, you know, he could have gathered, he could have gathered, he could have gathered, he could have gathered. Guys, like you yeah, guys said, he could have made. He could have said, "Hey, guys, help me out here." I just don't think he gives a shit. Do you think no. this will play really that's well great. in the Redskins that's locker room? The guys will oh, like yeah. love him oh, for it and run through a oh, wall for adversity. Have a great time dude. with it, dude. So the Redskins are going. Coach is a badass. They're hitting or England. Else they're put a diaper they're on beleaguered him. after a last-second loss to the Detroit Lions, and they're under attack because that, that you know the bid wiki with this bid dicky is just all over yeah, the place. Yeah. I mean. Well, I don't know about all over the place. There was not many pixels needed for the G-rated version. Hey, come on. I know. Oh, well, look. It was bold. It, it uh, was, I think that, that's all the more bold. He was in the pool earlier. He doesn't get earlier. it, damn. There was shrinkage. Oh, no. There's bad times, man. I'm not, it isn't a, this isn't a permanent life stamp on, you know. It was, and you know what was worse? It was in a dome, so it couldn't even been cold out. Yeah. 72 degrees in a dome, right? <laughs> 72 degrees Always in a dome. Always 72. Let's take That's us science. out. Let's take us out on a on a uh, topic <laughs> on a much which, larger, bigger note. Which T kind of led us off earlier. We did a, our whole 4K thing tonight. Which special thanks to Andrew Deering and Matt, the Real Deal Seal. Yeah, that thing was. Who are? Yeah, that thing's awesome. There are technical guru guys. I immediately so, want to buy one, but know that I won't stuff. know how to use it. I wouldn't know how oh, many yeah. K's I need. Yeah. There's a lot of K's. A lot of K's. That's all you need to know. And we'll tell you the high rest resolution. on a need-to-know hey, basis. High resolution in there sounds tight. I mean, we are, if not anything, uh, tailor-made for high-resolution video, especially this guy right here, Kevin Ricca. <laughs> Look at you go. Uh, T, 100 yards and two touchdowns from R. Kelly. It's possible. It's possible. You think he's just going to piss all over no. the Cincinnati Bengals? I don't. Believe he can I, think, fly. I think he could be a guy who has one or two big runs for the for the majority chunk of it, and then you know runs it down. You know, and is is kind of a. I just th- I think that he's going to get more carries. I you know I know that's a bold prediction, and I'm also thinking maybe goal line carries or something like that because of what happened last week. Making sure you hold on to the ball. He gets two goal line. Touchdowns and gets close to 100 yards. Yes. So, j- let's let's. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Let's transition the conversation slightly, uh, because I think this is an interesting topic, and I, and T, you, you get first up to answer. Does R. Kelly start as our running back? I'm not worried about whether he starts. I, I don't. Or not. I'm not, I think I'm not, he just, just needs... tell me yes or no. Yes or no. It's Counselor. Be, yes. It's binary. Yes, he does. He's either going to. Or but he's I'm not, not saying going that to. Matt Jones is benched. I'm saying, at the very least, give Art if, if if R Kelly starts, give that R means Kelly is benched, by the way, a little bit more time. I mean, a, a couple more carries. B- 
because the little bit of carries he's gotten, he's made something of it. I mean, he's, he's made them count. Why not give him a couple more when your other guy is dropping the ball on the ground every 31 carries? Why not give it to him on the goal line knowing that, you know what, I think he's probably going to hold on the ball a little bit better than, than Jones is. And, and at the end of the day, if anything, it lights the fire in the ass of Jones, who's already admitted, well, when he did it two weeks ago, uh, he had that run. I, I, I had to go in there and do it myself. And that's when he had 131 yards. So I'm not saying he needs to replace him. I'm just saying he needs to get more carries, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's I mean, not going to hurt. There's so many carries to go around, and it's not about always giving it to the hot hand but keeping it out of the cold hand. And if you are worried about Matt Jones doing what he's done again, then I think um, you have to give it to a guy who has proven um, to be pretty effective with the ball yeah. and at least – I don't hate Matt Jones. I don't wish anything ill towards the man. I'm just saying, why don't you give the guy the other, you know, the other guy who's pretty like much done you everything you've asked him to do, and then, like and then some. No carries. Well, no, no. But I mean, I think does Rod Kelly start? No, no. I, think I they actually wouldn't. You know what? I, I'll say I would not be surprised to see him start. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised either. I, 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 I don't really, know if, I really don't know if he's going to start. I really don't know if he's going to start. I think he needs to get more carries. Period. Whether he gets the first carry or the last carry. He needs to get more carries. Period. It's one of those things that isn't that shouldn't be a big deal, but will be a big deal. You almost throw Matt Jones out there for first and second down, just so there's no deal. That that's what that's I think well, where your, I'm. Here's your, uh, here's your carries. Last we can't week. hear you. We can't hear you. Oh, here's your carries last week of 26. Okay. 12 for Thompson, 10 for Jones, four for Kelly. So how do you want to split those 26 up this week? I'm not giving less to Thompson, and although I think he seven each. You think it go more 50-50? I have no problem with that. Seven and seven? I Are think they- you just can't ruin this guy right now. you got to ride this horse to LaBuxia, I think, to a point. He's shown he's going to buck. Go with, he's maybe, bucking. He's bucking. Maybe you but go with, with Jones the first series, go with Kelly the now. next series, and then find out whether how, how it's working, who's got the hot hand. I believe uh, due to that one fumble, catches. he is going to lose some carries. I do believe that. Uh, that was, that was gut-wrenching, and he needs to be taught, you know, that's something that, you know, some of these big-time franchises, the Bill Belichick's of the world, they will outright cut your ass. Mm. Uh, you know, maybe not Matt Jones, but, you know, I, I, he, does deserve, he does deserve to have a little... What has Matt Jones done to deserve Belichick not cutting him after doing something well, like he, that? They don't play for each other, so... Uh, I'm, I'm but that's the, that's the hypothetical you're going I, with I right know, because I, I think Matt Jones is a damn good football player, and I like him. He's a damn good football and, player, and I'm, I'm not and, done with him yet. And I'm not a week-by-week I'm not guy done with, with him yet guy. either. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call this my 4K... My 4K conclusion, uh, sponsored by Andrew Deeren. Matt Jones's liability outweighs his. Matt Jones's avi- uh, affordability outweighs his liability. He's he's still affordable. I, I butchered it. Still affordable. Um, he's he's got too good a skill set. You you, you got to get every get last strap out of him. Of course, of course, of course, you can't get rid of him. Um, but if you bench him. This week, that's why I think you just put him out there for the first two plays because you avoid the whole issue. Because it would be an issue. Starts. I really don't. You know, you I know us. You know our fan base. Produce. You know everybody. If if Car Kelly comes out Matt for the Jones first play, it's a huge last deal. Week was an animal. I mean, he finished the game and wore him out. I mean, that was a week ago, man. Okay, what did he do? I, I don't think it's a week by week panic button situation. Last weekend, I think he's been getting better and better all season until last this week. weekend. He got better. Oh. Oh, but your boy hasn't really. He was. He was. He hasn't not, had a chance. His first three carries, he was not ready to play football. 
When you go back to the first two weeks, undrafted free agent, he got it right. Since then, the carries that be. he's gotten, he has I, made. I, I, he's been okay. He's been extremely efficient. If he was that good, he'd already gotten more. He's been extremely. He's the third efficient. best running back on the team because he hasn't had enough carries. He's I, been I, extremely I efficient with the carries, carries he's been given. Eyeball test. Why he's the third best running back. Give on the him team. more. I don't think he's as good as you think he is. That's just our difference of opinion. I don't. I don't think Jones is as good as you think he is. Well, if we're lucky, apparently. If it works out, the best We've possible scenario for Redskins fans is that Matt Jones is as good as we think he is, simply because he's the biggest guy, he's the most physical guy. He, he should, if, if he's the best guy, we're, we're a good team. If he's fumbling all the time, we're, we're, we're what we are now. If I would have asked you before the season your confidence level going into the year with Matt Jones as your primary running back, what would you have said? I would, have, I would have been nervous. Highly confident. Mine wasn't great. I w- and, and, I and didn't, we've I gotten didn't. some good. We've gotten some bad, and that's – I've been bad for the nervous, but I would – I've had hopes for the good, and there's been it's a, the, To me, it's just it, – the fumbles He's are right it. exactly where I thought he'd be. We knew – I was nervous about it. So, but to me, I thought he was going to get yards, I, and I, I'm, I'm high on that. To me, the issue is, is fumbles. And we had that issue, that, and that, we knew that coming in. That's I know, I, say I know. That. We knew that coming in. And you – Want to so believe or he hasn't run a whole lot of yards except for that one game? Right. He had, hey, let's be honest, game, though. He had one brutal fumble. It was terrible, horrible, horrendous. Yep. One fumble. Everyone's yelling at him the whole time about all the fumbles. Right. He had okay. one. It was, it, was, well, it, was, it was terrible, horrendous, awful, red zone, disgusting. But, man. So geez. here's my problem. Uh, we've talked about this in, in way past shows, but... I always like bringing it up because uh, when you talk about the draft process, which, by the way, is our highest-rated content of anything we've ever done in the Audible's draft-related content. Right. They care about things like hand size, and you hear about it all the time. You hear about all these little weird metrics for different positions, and when Matt Jones dropped in the draft, uh, what I heard was his hand size was was below the average size of hand for what scouts preferred in the running back. Does his hand match the same size as Katwika's? I'm not sure about that, but we will <laughs> check it out. Ew. But he fell in the draft um, what, what, because of his because hand size. Because of his hand and size. That's why he's fumbling. No, no, be, well, because it correlates to fumbling, and that's why it, 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 there was a higher probability of fumble problems for Matt Jones coming into the league because of that, and he fell in the draft to us, and we inherited what became. A uh, a risk that was widely known about, you know, coming into the draft, not because he's a fumbler, but because his physical. I don't think, right. don't I don't think fumbling has uh, anything yeah. to do with your hand I think size. That's no, it's just, it's, that's, per, it's that's, a thousand. It's well, a thousand. It's a hundred percent core. I know some little hand dudes that never fumble. Yep. Correct. <laughs> it's about how you hold it high and tight. And you First do, of all, he's and that, a, that, and that you involves change, he, the only some guys can the change their technique. Not everyone can. All right, may I say this to you? Please. One year ago, R. Kelly wasn't the best running back at Tulane. I mean, if we're going back a year or two or three ago, he was a fullback who never touched the ball yep. for Tulane one year ago. Yeah. So if we're going to go back about old small hands Jones, we've got to take Jones. a year back. Right. I, I'm not. I've uh, never wait. said R. Kelly is the answer. I'm saying That's give fine. him more carries. Just maybe you have something better than you got. Or his maybe, hands. Let's get on or that. Maybe, First Matt Seal, we need maybe to figure out how big Jones's R. Kelly's hands are. into gear, okay. and he gets going. To underline the, the, hot the, hand the and scouting thing, it gives him momentum from from here on out. That's the hand I'm thing saying. is a real thing. I'm not making this up. I, I can no, give I two that. shits about know. you know whatever. But uh, he he was identified as a fumble, a, a fumble risk coming out of college, right. and it was based on his hand size. Okay. Uh, so people who play metrics and money ball and all that stuff that as a it, receiver that stuff does maybe matter. I get the I understand, Dude, but not, I'm just not, saying not, not fumbling the it's, ball. If he wasn't a fumbler, 
you could say the theory holds no water, but right. he did come into did the league with people thinking he was going to fumble. And he, has, he does fumble. Big Hands Johnson fumbled all the time, <laughs> from what I remember. Big Hands Johnson, <laughs> not a ball fumbler, historically speaking. Well, I mean, look, he's he's a guy who I think we all had some level, but not full confidence in before the season. And they're no, they're, everybody. More people were pissed that Alfred Morris was gone. Oh my God, we get that all the time on the show. Everybody's like, "Why did we let Alf go?" And and look, I think um, in terms of consistency, you could go down that internet wormhole if you want. But Matt Jones to me is a is a is a guy worth getting touches. You know, maybe it's maybe it's not the, to the amount that he's gotten so far, but you keep you keep feeding him, and at some point, I think there's a there's a very important role for him in this running game, even if it's not the number one guy. And if it's not the number one guy, that's okay. Yeah, I, okay. it is okay, but I do think I do think he's career. all or nothing. So if he's nothing, then we got to move forward. Our number one guy is all, Chris Thompson. You don't want him to be part of a. I, I do, but I think I told you what I think about him, and I could be wrong. But my idea is him wearing that defense out with twenty some carries, right. wearing those linebackers down, hitting those boys with that two thirty five when he does decide to run behind his pads, like we talked about. I I don't think he's an effective ten carry guy. You know, I'm right. sure he'll be fine. But what I'm saying is he's in the model of the Marshawn Lynch, just coming at you all day long. And by that fourth quarter, you're just done. Now, right. He is no Marshawn Lynch. Don't get me wrong, but I think that was the idea McLovin had when we decided to bring a man of his size. Absolutely, in. absolutely, it was. Um, and he could still have great games for us. I think he will. But Let's the little guy is that rock, as, Matt Jones. As Ken just mentioned, I can't believe we've gone this long without really even talking about him. The little guy is the one that's really getting it done. Yeah, Chris he, Thompson. He's our engine. He's awesome. He's been ridiculous. I mean, the offense, it, his problem has been health. As long as he stays healthy, yeah. we're going to, he's going to do what he does. He's getting 100 yards. It, to touches. note, I don't know that him touching the, the ball 20 times a week keeps him healthy. Exactly. I, think I agree. That's a big concern. I agree. I think what so, he's getting right now is fine. I, yeah, 100% what's he getting agree. now? 19? Oh, uh, well, I, I think, think that's 14, high. 14 or 15? Inclu- including, the, including the passing game, is that yeah. what we're talking about? Yeah, I think yeah. it's combined. That's high. Somewhere between 12, 12 and 14. Yeah. 12, yeah. 12 rushes. Yeah, yeah, that's, th- this that's, week was his, I think, his season yeah. high. I think any, yeah. And but I think the last week he was uh, 10 or 11 carries and four or five catches. So He's not showing it, though. He's not showing it. Not yet. Right, and but hopefully th- that, but that's why I think you keep him. To me, it's ten. It's uh, ten carries, five catches. To me, that's. But he's also not banging it up inside, getting crushed by linebackers. Well, he's he was. All, he was end. against he's, Detroit in the he, fourth he's quarter. He's taking. Her, he's bouncing it outside. He's. You know. I mean, he's yeah, not he taking. Gets, he gets around the hits or around the edge okay. pretty quick, man. He's, but that whole that Kirk Cousins touchdown run was predicated on the defense's belief that Kirk Cousins was going to let Chris Thompson take it again up the middle, and he just pulled it back or and went around. There was no way. There's no way they thought Kirk Cousins was going to pull it. Out and running. Yeah, that was that's, what there was predicated. That's more on. what it was. Yeah, yeah but Chris Thompson ran that stretch play, and they came hard rush. So he had to take it and stretch into patience in Great the run read. game. It was. Right. He, he ran sideways Great for like read. four steps, and everyone was like, Gah! And Great what read. He's got a very good understanding and his of the smile, run game and the experience that his he has. Smile that's a $20 million dollar was, smile. He's the only guy with any experience back there, man. Unbelievable. But hey, as soon as he scored, don't tell me you all didn't think. One, 105, whatever. That's too much. That's that's a lot yeah. of time. Yeah, and there were 17 more on the, at, the, at the end of it. Yep. I agree. I, I honestly felt. I didn't mind if he got I, tackled. I usually am someone who says, well, that's a lot of time. But I honestly felt. I was like, there's no way. I was, uh, I Eli, was so Eli here next to up. me was like, maybe he so should have knelt down or something. So up when we scored that touchdown. You know, maybe you're right. I think the defense, uh, and, and I said this on our show, the defense was asked to be perfect in the fourth quarter after having been perfect for most of the game. You did say that. You said in the beginning of the fourth quarter, you said 
Now you're asking your defense to make three straight perfect stops. Mm-hmm. And not against nobody, dude. No. Matt against Stafford. Matt Stafford. Those, are two, those two stops are Quan huge. Is third receiver. Are you kidding me? That's a really big ask. And, and that's, you know, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. You, the, the offense left too much work for the defense to do at the end of the game. And, and damned if, if a perfect, perfectly executed drive by the hot, one of the hottest quarterbacks in the NFL so didn't hot. beat him. You know? Hansel. That's just... Hansel, he's so hot. The defense, so hot right I'll never put that on the defense there. No, 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 no. I won't. All right. Let, Kevin Ricco, give me a score. Yeah, why well, was I the only one that had the uh, prediction there? Give me a score. Outed. This week. I say it's uh, our Washington Redskins, 27. I give the Bengals 13. I think we wow. go up there, and it's one of those New England games that doesn't make any sense on a mucked-up field with a bunch of crazy hooligan Guinness drinking, Boddington chugging, gambling degenerates. nut job, wearing a lot of Redskins jerseys. I think we're going to get a lot of love as the nation's capital. I do. T, you got a score for me? You think you deep in thought? Wake up! <laughs> you think I'm crazy? But I think thirty-eight. No, no, thirty-seven, twenty-eight. Wow, skins. You think we're going? You think we're going? You win that going away, or you think? Uh, I mean, that's that's a good. That's I think I. Spread. I think you win it going away. Win it going away. Well, that would be a great outcome, and certainly if if R. Kelly has a performance I, you're talking about, I have this that weird be, like it's going to be in London. It. It's got a weird feel. Mine is weird too. Mine is weird. It's going to have like a weird based on weird. You know, the, like I said, there's going to be like an R. Kelly or somebody who does something that's kind of <laughs> like a Timmy Smith in the Super Bowl type of you know just out of the blue something weird's going to happen, and I think they're going to yeah. I think they're going to win. You, I still don't think it's a must what win. What do you think, Sebastian? I think there'll be a defensive or special team score or two. Um, In total, cumulative uh, on the game. Yes. By uh, both teams. Yep. I think the offenses will, 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 will air it out. I think we'll see a lot through the air. Um, I think both secondaries will be tested and kind of fail. <laughs> um, and I think, and, and this is um, the other aspect. I think Cincinnati is is kind of a unique place in the NFL. It's a very medium-sized market. D.C. is a metropolitan, international city. Um, Redskins players will be a little bit more at home in London. I really believe Ooh, that. Ooh, I like that. Um, a little nugget. And, and like coming from the middle of Ohio, it's a really little thing. But if, if feeling a little bit less out of place helps you, I think the Redskins will have an advantage there. I think they'll win 37-34. I wrote that down. Wow, he said thirty-seven. That's three Redskins picks right there. See, and I and I actually I'm on. And Kevin, I don't think Kevin. I don't think Ken's 20, ever 13? said the Redskins going to lose the game. Please, sir. Please, can sir. I have some more? May I have some more? <laughs> did I not? Well, first of all, I did. I have predicted losses because I I uh, predicted we would finish ten and six on the season. So that's six losses, for the record. Um, this is not one of them, however. I, I agree with uh, Sebastian and T. I think the Redskins offense puts a ridiculous amount of points on the on the uh, board, and I think it's because Kirk Cousins passes f- over 50 times. I have 50-plus pass attempts in this game, uh, which is a stupid prediction. But I, for some reason, I see us going across the ocean and airing it out uh, big time. And I think that uh, Thompson, Kelly, and Jones both – Get a lot of those receptions. I think our, I think we we uh, have some long handoffs uh, all day long against the Cincinnati Bengals defense. I think we go over forty points. I got 41-31 Redskins. 
I, I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. I, the only thing that I think that can kill that is if it's, a, it's you know tons of penalties and it's a, a dirty you know overseas game that that, that that kind of plays up to the many of these Jacksonville games we've seen right, over the years. Games, the Jacksonville Buffalo game a couple years ago was yeah. terrible, and then there was 28-27. 28-27 at the right. end of that game, right? It, it turned so. out to be something. Uh, those games can go. I'm, I want to look up the total on the game because I think we've all gone. I think over. the over/under I think is 45 or 46, right, okay. something like that. So well, we're all uh, people actually should definitely bet the under. Then if we all said it was going to, you're 27, over. 13. So yeah, you're right there. What did you say? 27. Oh yeah, you you were the who had the lowest, right? Yeah, I'm 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 you know I'm I'm going way over. I also said I, my prediction was based on weird London fog football. Yeah, it is weird football. Whatever it is, it does not. Football does yeah. not travel that far it's well like yet. It's not as fat. It just looks so but different. And also, the odds that all the games that have been there have been so bad, this one, I think, is going to have a little bit more firework to it. I felt like we just were in England odds. last week. When I, that, that whole like my the whole first half, my stomach was inside out. It just felt weird. Sebastian, uh, Sebastian shepherd's pie. Santana Moss told us that the inside of that field in Detroit just yep. sucks the life out of you and it sucks the life out of you through the TV screen it's like the most dead stadium it's like NFL. dead air yep. it, and it just makes you feel weird I don't know if you guys felt that but the whole game it just felt yeah. weird it wasn't even bad all the time but even when it was good it was still weird and, and I didn't know what it was I used to feel like that in the old uh, when we used to play St. Louis every year in St. Louis I felt like I was like wait, wait, are they going to turn the effing lights on before this game is over but in Detroit you're, I'm like wait a second is anybody in the Stand? Did they like wheel the stadium into the I, parking lot? I felt that way about West Coast games when I was young. They had baseball fields like San Diego and the Raiders. I was always like, "There's dirt all over. This is not yeah, right." What's going on? Can here? I also These guys just, get paid a lot of money. There's dirt. Can everywhere. I mention something that's also weird? What? Ken Marangolo on TV with you, Sebastian Salazar, after yeah. the game. Yep. Little. Hey, that was uh, TV pound you from your sister's yeah, wedding. Right? Is that what you wore to the wedding? Yes, I like that, that jacket. That what was, I wore on the show Very was professor. My wedding, yes, like a adjunct community college professor. Totally trying to yeah. make it in the world today. <laughs> Between right. hey, listen, I'm just teaching anthropology. Uh, <laughs> for, yeah, that for dude like drives a, a Subaru. I don't know what you drive. Are there elbow patches? Subaru. Uh, I I'm, I need to work on some elbow patches. Yeah. I need to I need to I need to refine my game. That's uh, where I sat when I did my room, when I do the basement remote right there. You got you got to get Benjamin in, Benjamin uh, the bear, who's part of our show. Been like a brother to Matt C all his life. I want to say thank you on behalf of The Audible to Sebastian Salazar for joining us for this week's edition of After the Whistle, the official Redskins after show podcast of hogshaven.com because everything has to be sponsored and, you know, packaged. Brought to you by. Brought to you by. Brought to you by Andrew Deeran and Matt, the Real Deal Seal, Pete Schwetty, who says, please vote this election and vote twice, one for each of his Schwetty balls. Kevin Ricca, T. Strachan, Sebastian Salazar, Ken Marangold. This yep. was the Audible. Yes, it was. I know who 